0: They fixed Zen completely. This is just every time now. <laughs> Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily. And I'm Joan of Hart. I'm moving my microphone a little bit closer to my face. <laughs> not a bad choice, but it's a choice. Indeed, you know, I breathe through my nose so much that I should put it a little bit more. <laughs>
1: Mic choice is important.
0: <laughs> Mic <Mike> placement. <laughs> For those who are just listening, I'm trying to adjust my microphone so you can't hear my uh, allergies, which are now the fall oh. allergies. Every season brings a new adventure. with
1: oh, no. It. It's okay. like, hello. I know you've missed me. I'm just coming back around. You know, let's, let's go out places. Let's do things. <laughs> like You're like, no, leave me alone.
0: <laughs> no, just fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, um, But we are going to talk about uh, something new-ish. I don't know if it came out this week or last or the week before.
1: Oh, I think it was relatively recent. Um,
0: It was pretty recent, yeah.
1: Yeah, pretty recent. Uh, PRS pretty much kind of jumped on the bandwagon of creating effects pedals, much like, I guess, what Fender and Gibson did recently. And they're like, hey, I mean, let's get into that oversaturated pedal market, too. I was about to say,
0: because they're... (laughs) The pedal market isn't crowded enough already. I know. What we need are these, like, dark glass yep. looking. Like, they, actually, uh, was it Nuenberg? They look very new, in, new Oh, what sh- What is that company? Yeah, I
1: have I have trouble pronouncing that one too. Yeah, and I was, like, looking at it, I was like, okay, it's interesting kind of topography kind of uh, design on them.
0: Yeah. They have a very Neuenberg look, I think. Yeah. Like, exceedingly. <laughs> uh, they are black, and they have kind of wavy lines on them
1: they look like they were
0: made in like some software that uh creates fractals Mm -hmm. or it's
1: like uh yeah like the topography pretty much of like a uh landscape or uh yeah yeah um but for the most part um what i noticed about them when they first came out was everyone kind of like chuckling over their choice of names for these petals
0: (laughs) These names are weird, man. Like they're not. I I mean, they got attention, so I'll give them that points. Points. Um, Yeah.
1: Just just going over, of course, like when I was uh, watching like the demos and stuff like that. So one of them is pretty much like called "Wind Through the Trees." You know, in case no one else has heard what these names are. The other one. I'm
0: sorry. What is is "Wind Through the Trees"? "Wind Through the the Trees."
1: Um, I don't think so. It's basically uh Paul said that the uh it's the sound of two dual analog well, yeah, dual analog flangers um a little echo. So it's like as if, you know, uh during a storm and the wind rushing through the trees.
0: <laughs> well, Wind so in like, the Trees is a Joe Satriani song, so
1: <laughs> No, that too. No,
0: um
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> I guess he was so, trying not to name drop.
0: <laughs> I I mean, I wouldn't want to name drop specifically. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, so that's the dual analog flanger, mm-hmm. which is, uh, of course, a very popular effect type. Oh, yeah. Um. The other one was Mary's cries, which
1: I'm like, okay, well, I mean. Like maybe the wind that...
0: cries Mary? But wouldn't I... that be like a Leslie? What did he use on that? I
1: yeah, he didn't explain why it was called Mary Cries, so I'm like, all right.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, um, so that's an optical compressor? Mm-hmm, yep, optical
1: compressor, uh, LA-2A compressor. Um, oh, I yeah, mean, well,
0: yeah, it's optical. so now I'm thinking about it, The Wind Cries Mary is a pretty clean song, so yeah, I would guess there'd be some compression on that one.
1: Yeah, the other one is uh, called horse meat, which I pretty much right off the bat already assumed it was kind of like a centaur, you know, killer joke of like, you know, he eats clons for breakfast or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, that one's a transparent overdrive because, again, we don't have enough of those. No. Nope. And um, its benefit, it does have more knobs than a clone. Yes, the it does. has three knobs, and this has five, including <laughs> a big old gain, Treble bass uh, tone control voice and level. yes,
1: the voice pretty much is the knob that was added. Uh, adds the high mid range, not treble, but just a high oh, mid range like for
0: clarity. Yeah, presence, mm-hmm. right? That, I like that. I think that'd be like a presence on a hot cake mm-hmm. or a uh, Marshall amp. So, yeah, these I find very boring looking. Um, of course, looks aren't everything,
1: no. No, they aren't. No, we had that discussion last week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I am really shocked by how much these look like the Nuremberg petals. Like, yeah, they're
1: they're pretty close.
0: They use kind of a similar. I don't, I don't know if I'd call the font similar, but I, if I saw these in the store, that's the assumption I'd make: is that they were that. That they were the
1: same brand, yeah.
0: Yeah, I and mean, PRS has such a unique aesthetic in their guitars, so it's kind of, of surprising that the pedals don't have at least some sort of obvious nod to that.
1: Yeah, like uh, as far as like when I first saw them, I'm like, okay, where are the birds?
0: <laughs> like, where are the birds? Maybe they're on the um, the PCBs. Yeah, there we go. That's on the inside. You have to
1: open it to see the birds.
0: Because <laughs> that's what really matters. What's on the inside? Um <laughs> i i'm gonna be honest i didn't watch a single demo for these yet um are there even demos i don't remember if um, they there's ones that have
1: started cool. there's ones that have started to come out but i only watched uh the original like release one just because i was curious of like what beyond the names which already i thought were a little eh, uh what what really was going on here what was the thought process behind it uh what was involved like that's basically what I was looking for uh, when I watched the PRS one. Like, how are they going to explain their own pedals?
0: Yeah, they really went with some big names for these demos. Like, you got Reverb slash AKA Andy, mm. uh, Anderton's, RJ, Phil McKnight, Premier Guitar, um, big
1: names basically. Yeah,
0: yeah, big platforms. Pretty, yeah, so I mean, I would. They don't do just in general. PRS doesn't do a lot of demos, worship tutorials. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. So I they're mean, kind I'm of similar. Surprised.
1: Yeah. I mean, as far as demos go, they seem, I guess what, closer to when Strymon has a drop. They only choose certain people to. Yeah. Oh.
0: I feel like Strymon kind of sneaks one or two smaller yeah. demo artists in there generally. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I really do want to hear how they sound. I always like a good compressor. It's weird mm-hmm. for me to say that that's the one that's kind of the most interesting to me. Yeah. Um, Flangers are the flanger looks interesting. The dual analog,
1: yeah. From what I uh, explained, basically the two FOS, uh, basically sounding like two Leslie speakers in the room together. Uh, you know, the controls are kind of like the the width, the range. Um, let me see. Yeah, basically the added highs knob, which usually older flangers would basically you wouldn't really hear. Uh, that that in there. So they basically add a knob to add those back in because normally we would get those at least if you had it added with an amp after it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm yeah, these don't, they don't look like bad pedals. Like they don't look like they're bad components or anything. No, they have some Uh, good thought
1: process behind them. Like it's like, oh, what's missing out there. So at least I appreciated that. Like here is, even like when they were talking about like the, the horse meat, even though he was like, well, you know, we, uh, we built it from scratch. I got a claw, but I didn't look at the claw. And I was like, well, you had to have a base, like (laughs) to do that, but basically added whatever he thought that, you know, uh, he liked about it and what maybe it should have been beyond that. So I think that's the reason why he's saying it's obviously a little different.
0: Yeah. Um, let me look up the price on that because uh, they're not, they don't sell them direct.
1: Which one? The, but, all of them? Uh, Cause I have the prices. Okay. So the wind through the trees is about three fifty.
0: Uh, yeah, I just saw that as you said it yeah <laughs> that that is that is the high-end pedal price <laughs> oh yes it god. is that's that's
1: that's striving level price oh yeah oh my
0: god
1: uh mary cries is 220 um right around there or, horse speed I'm is sorry, 250 two, 270 yeah it's 220 a high
0: two twenty for an optical compressor how much is the impress mark ii compressor? about 250
1: yeah. i think it's around there
0: and that pedal's awesome. Yeah, so I, love, one, I love that one. Yeah, Guitar Center has one used for two twenty. Which
1: okay, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I really love that compressor from Empress, the Mark II. Like, I if literally. I only have, to, if I only get one compressor on a board, it's going to obviously. If not, um, I mean, I have a couple <laughs> compressors. That was the stupidest thing I've ever said. Yes. That was among. <laughs> I'm going to build a pedal board all compressors that's it just as a rule instead of rats all compressors all oh, compressors this is it for me babies just a shit ton of compressors i one quit. compressor to <laughs> them all and then you have them battle it out and there can be only be one. Oh my god i mean i like the empress it's quiet it has a lot mm. of different um like the manual has great starting points for different like kinds of music that you might want to play from like country oh, yeah i appreciate that The chicken pickin', I really love yeah that. i saw that. yeah yeah so that's like this is just a one knob compressor which obviously has its place but 220 it, bucks y'all yeah it's People it's just yeah. shat on cattle and bread for releasing 150 fifty dollar <laughs> one knob models. yes and they yes, sound good <laughs> i demoed the cattle and bread um one knobbers um, we can talk about that later. Yeah, but People uh, were all like, ah, oh, they're too expensive. I'm like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Depends I'm on like, like, well, how you I value mean, things.
1: You can you can tell the brand yourself.
0: <laughs> like you can email oh, so. them. Yeah. Um uh, no, but like $220 for a one knob compressor just what yeah. kind of mojo can that possibly this 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 better be the quietest compressor on the fucking planet for $220 <laughs> for a one knobber. I just, I keep saying one knob, it's two knobs. It's two. Yeah. One, one, they was like,
1: hey, if you want, you can turn the compressor, like, you know, off and then you have a boost. And I'm like, okay. I mean, like, beyond that, I mean, I understand that it's the equivalent of, well, hey, we put a LA2A compressor, you know, into a pedal. You know, hey, you know, you only needed two knobs on the original one anyway. (laughs) Like, I get it. But at the same time, like, the price is, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah i mean i don't let's see it's clean single coil sustain which is compression almost all the way up and put gain a little up uh gain boost slide tone compression all the almost all the way up output in the middle subtle tone thickening
1: (laughs) there's those zingers
0: guys guys okay Well, no. And horsemeat—they were
1: describing it as throaty,
0: and I'm just like, no, no, ew, (laughs) no, throaty. (laughs) Uh, Y'all have some higher, better copywriters. Throaty,
1: deep and throaty.
0: I'm gonna look up throaty in the dictionary right now. (laughs) Yes. What is what is dictionary description? Description. Throaty. Produced or modified in the throat, guttural, husky, or horse. Mm, Just horse, say guttural, yes. husky or horse. <laughs> horse horse. means horse. 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 Husky, like I would I take husky as an ad as a I guess it'd be an ad, adverb. Ad, that's an adjective. That's an adjective, sorry. Definitely, well, an mean, if if, I'm if they raider. went with
1: that, if he went with that route, you'd probably need to put a husky on the on the pedal.
0: If if you play throatily, <laughs> that's an adverb. <laughs> f- oh my god, what have we done? <laughs> um, horse meat is an interesting name for a pedal, and I think in one thing that kind of su- it didn't surprise me, but it just like wasn't something I was expecting that day. Seeing people no. talk about like what horse meat tastes like.
1: Oh, I, I've read. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I hear it's gamey. Stringy. Yeah. It's just like it's they're very like they use their muscles a lot. So they're not going to be like tender. No. And they're often used in stew and like French cooking. It's I think America is one of the only countries that really frowns upon horse meat specifically. I yeah. guess we just not, prefer not to send our horses to the glue factory. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that was the other joke I saw being made about the
0: battle. Ah, Uh, The the glue factory?
1: (laughs) That they should have named it that, yeah. Um, But not
0: that we're condoning, you know,
1: uh, any harm against, you know, horses or anything. Oh,
0: hell no. Horses are awesome, dude. Um, Horses are (laughs) matriarchal. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, I think that's why so many girls become horse girls because the ladies tend to rule in the horse world. Um, why aren't there more female jockeys? I digress. But <laughs> well, you got to be small to be a jockey. You don't have to be a Perfect like, size. We're already perfect size. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm way yeah, too tall I, to be a jockey.
1: I'm, you are. Yeah, be. I'm,
0: I'm little. How tall are you, if you mind? Uh,
1: I think without shoes. Uh, without shoes. Yes, that's yeah, how you do you,
0: know, you add. You
1: add. So I'm 5'4 without Oh, that's without not shoes. that
0: short. I think you might, be, you might be too tall to be a jockey i don't know yeah i probably I um, probably am <laughs> i'm five seven uh okay. on a slow day yeah. You know. uh so, which is like a great height for knowing when somebody's lying about how tall he is, is. <laughs> like how tall are you
1: <laughs>
0: oh you're six feet you don't look six inches taller than me yeah <laughs> huh. Uh, you look way less than five inches taller than me, man. But then again, we, we're used to being lied about what six inches looks like, aren't we? <laughs> sorry, it's a blue episode. <laughs> We've already talked about That's why we're so bad at par- <laughs> parallel parking also, I think. <laughs> Just stop I'm, lying. I'm, I'm, I'm-
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, my God.
1: Yes, I'm sorry. yes, yes.
0: No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm- so personally... I would kind of wait for these to go on sale before I buy them. And like the holidays are coming up. Like I do think it's kind of an odd time to release pedals because in like six weeks, everything's going to start going on sale. So it's like anything I see that's released right now, my instinct is wait. Yeah. For the sales. Cause I think they're going to happen. Right.
1: I would think they would.
0: Uh, Yeah. Um, before we talk about is there anything else you want to say about these? Cause I don't like again, I haven't heard them. I think the flanger is cool. I don't know if it's three hundred and fifty dollars cool, three hundred and thirty, three hundred yeah, plus dollars cool. Yeah, I
1: don't know about the price as far as that goes. No. I mean, I g at least from what I heard, I was like, okay, maybe I could hear like, you know, some white snake or like something out of this or some like eighties kind of like vibe. If you, you know, really love at flangers,
0: f- which is Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, I mean, the horse meat sounded, you know, obviously Klon like, um, I don't know. It just, I don't think they jumped out at me like more than anything else on the market did. So it's like, again, it's like when, you know, talking about certain brands entering the market, we already know yeah. it's heavily saturated. What are you offering that is different than is already out there are you just trying to you know put more of the same out there or are you actually looking at your you know schematics or and just figuring hey like let's at least try to take something that has a good foundation and let's see where we can head with it in a different direction
0: yeah i mean and they're not the only guitar pedal guitar just not non-pedal brand that's released mm-hmm. pedals seymour duncan's been doing it for years i think it was last year they released a vapor trails deluxe which looked like a really cool pedal and they just didn't really promote it mm-hmm. um i mean that pedal had fucking everything i think ann slikowski just got one and i'm really, oh, really like, nice. happy for her because that seems it seems like a really really cool pedal um they did their amps as well seymour duncan and those were really mm-hmm. neat i thought um i thought the really cool thing about those seymour duncan power stage amps was that they they didn't add color so if you just really just needed to amplify a cabinet at the end of your okay. single chain yeah they they could do that or if you wanted because sometimes you just really like it didn't get more i don't I think you can get a cleaner pedal platform than a seymour duncan power stage um as somebody who just has one they didn't send it yeah. to me to demo i just i got one work.
1: yeah
0: i didn't buy it no i my boss sent it to me nice thanks michael <laughs> yeah, no, we're
1: from our sponsor. Thanks, Mike. Again, I,
0: I do work I do work in musical copywriting, so it's pretty cool yeah. for us to have those things. And uh Seymour Duncan was a client of mine. Uh they're not presently. I am mm. de- I, I really love their marketing team a lot. Um awesome. but yeah, they I've never worked with them on a demo basis. But I really like them as a company and as a group of people. I think they're pretty great. Buy awesome. Seymour Duncan stuff. Affiliate link in video description. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, so they they've been doing they were doing pedals for years and years. I think they were one of the first that I can think of like guitar brands to do pedals. Hmm. Of course, Dan Electro is really famous for their pedals. I feel like there was a while that Dan Electro was more famous for their little pedals than um, their guitars. And some of my first guitar pedals were so I had. I had boss pedals. I had mm-hmm. a, uh, a a crybaby wah, and I had a bunch of Dan one. Electro pedals from their lunchbox series. Nice. They were a great way to introduce me to uh, effects. I used their chorus uh, into my twenties. Hmm. Like I bought them when I was probably like twelve or thirteen. So I that's
1: that's going to saying
0: something. Yeah. That's saying <laughs> yeah. Something. <laughs> And I have a demo of their Spring King Spring Reverb. For the price, I think it's pretty good, but I don't think it competes with the um, Surfy Bear. Okay, yeah, no, all. that
1: I, the Surfy Bear and the the Trem one was just yeah, those are great. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's
0: like any tremolo. yeah
1: when you when you played that one with the Trem alone, was just like oh, yeah. I guess it's going on my list someday. But oh, that sounds so good. <laughs>
0: I I guess we can't say if these like endeavors for like Seymour Duncan and Dan Electro were like profitable for them or like a good idea for them. We can't say that. All I can say is like, I know a lot of people who know the Dan Electro pedals who don't play Dan Electro guitars. So, I mean, looking at that, at least, that seems kind of like something to consider, right? Yeah. So um, before we talk about more of this, because we definitely can, uh, yeah. I heard you went to see one of my favorite singers last night, Songwriters.
1: Yes, yes. I finally got out of my fishbowl and saw a concert <laughs> this year. Yeah, tell me <laughs> yeah. about it. So we basically went to go see uh, Lucy Darkus, uh last night at... Uh, Basically, like the, it's kind of a little small, intimate venue. It's open for the most nice. part, but they just added, like, no, at the band shell, it's called. Um, mm. Really great set. Even the opener, which was called, um, what was it? Um, Crooks and Nannies, and they were amazing. Oh, like, that's a yeah. fun
0: name.
1: Yeah, it's a great Nooks name. Crooks and
0: Crannies, great. I love that. <laughs> Crooks it. and
1: Nannies, yeah, I love that. <laughs> so they were great. Um, obviously, I didn't know that that band but went into it obviously if they're traveling with them i'm pretty sure they're they're good so yeah definitely enjoyed their set um a lot and then of course when lucy got on like uh it was just the whole night the audio was great she was completely clear and just the band and playing all the songs that obviously we love. Yeah. Like it was nice. Um, it also started to drizzle a little bit. And, you know, obviously anyway, it's like standing room for the most part. So anybody that was in the front, she was like, Hey, is it raining? And people were like, <laughs> oh, well, yeah. And uh, she's enough. like, she was just like, okay. I thought, I thought it was just me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, towards the end of the night, it seemed like she really dig the vibe. And of course, she was like, Yeah, with with not only the vibe of the night and like with the little bit of rain here, she was like, We've been through like a little bit of difficulties lately, but like, you know, the way I feel tonight and how everything was, it really made me feel good and made me feel happy today. So thank you. So I was like, Oh, that's actually pretty nice that, you know, an evening, you know, kind of lifted her spirits. Can Um, be
0: meaningful to like the crowd and the performer equally, because you forget that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you, you think it's just somebody's job sometimes when you're watching, but like, a good show can really really turn some shit around for you or just like a a couple good people and a show that's otherwise not great can really make you feel a lot better
1: no of course and it's an exchange you know the artist and obviously the listener it is an active exchange um and especially when it's intimate like that
0: yeah my 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 mother has a friend named Tom Ryan and Tom, mm-hmm. uh, he w- really exposed me to a lot of great music, Americana and stuff. He was like my mom's cool friend who had great taste. Uh, <laughs> he he still is uh, someone with great taste, I'm sure. But he, he would talk about like, he always get great tickets to concerts. He worked at a venue. Um, and once he got Rick and I, really he got he let us sit like in the second row of i'm sorry to say a ryan adams concert with jason isbell opening but that like was like obviously before all the issues before all um, that yes before all that yeah um but he said that sometimes he doesn't really want to sit close up to the stage because he feels like you have to perform for the performer oh <laughs> like if you feel like you have to perform for the performer and you're not just going to naturally do that maybe you shouldn't yeah uh, Like there are, it's very rare I go to a concert and don't want to be up front. And when I don't want to be up front, it's because I know there's a lot of people there who are way more excited than I am.
1: Yeah, usually I don't really like to sit too far up close because I feel like however the speaker or the sound system is might be more behind me than, you know, obviously right up on stage. So usually Mm -hmm. a little bit, a little bit back center usually works for me
0: yeah I want to be close enough to feel the vibe usually mm-hmm. It depends on the show if it's a whole say show, I'm front row. fuck it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I'm getting, getting, getting there the vibes early. directly ah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i wanna i want to and I want it um big thief if I want to be pretty close but not right up front um mm-hmm. trying to think of like other shows i've seen lately i'm so bummed dude like this band i like all they're called always i saw your post yeah i'm sorry i i have been literally out of town or working other events the past like four or five times they've been in seattle and I thought I was flying out the day of their show in October on the 22nd. I'm actually flying out the yeah, day after, the morning terrible. after, and now I'm trying to get tickets, and I they're gone. They're sold out. Um, you sure? Because
1: try- I, I looked up on one of them just to post cause I didn't know whether you were posting that because you wanted a deal or not, um, but I did see – hold on. Let me look at my search results.
0: StubHub yeah, is charging I that that. StubHub. I saw so Stupid originally prices. tickets to the show were 26, 25 bucks. You add like ten to fifteen bucks for fees. People are like StubHub is charging twenty five dollars for the top balcony, which is GA, and then they're um adding like fifty dollars worth of fees. For
1: uh, this one actually like is Vivid Seats.
0: Vivid Seats.
1: Yeah, I'm sending it to you now. Thank you. If that's the case, so yeah.
0: I posted on Twitter. And immediately I got a couple of replies. One seemed to be from a real human. The others two seemed to be from bots. So I'm going to implore you. If you have Twitter and, <laughs> and you post asking for tickets and somebody immediately says, I've got them. Yeah. Look at their profile. Look at their tweets and replies. And if the only replies they ever tweet are, I've got tickets. DM me. I just DM'd you. I've got tickets for this if you still need them. Fucking bots, like just there's special space in hell for people who, won scalp tickets for an enormous profit,
1: yeah,
0: into, um, scammers. Yeah, I, scammers. I hate bots anywhere. <laughs> I I don't like bots. Well. Some of those no Reddit really bots does. are good bots. Some of the Reddit bots are good bots. They <laughs> okay, tell you, you actually okay. Sometimes they actually tell you if you wrote a haiku in a Reddit comment. That's a good bot.
1: Okay, so those are good uses. Okay. You're yeah, you're, but the, you're slightly, you know, making the case for them.
0: <laughs> there are Oh, these are actually really good seats. I'm Some in this wreck. He said he would Did buy them for me Did I save the day? Did I, I save so. the day? I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so second balcony. that's I want the original balcony first balcony, eighty three bucks g a floor hundred and nine dollars each. It's a four x markup before mm. people are bad. I'm thinking yes. about waiting for the day of because they usually are, yeah. promoter hold promoter holds come come open, okay. I'm so stupid. I know the promoter for that venue. What why do you am contact?
1: I, what, are you, why am I yeah, what are you doing? What why you doing?
0: am I stressing? <laughs> Shit. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. But if you okay. do have tickets to Always in Seattle on October 22nd and you want to sell them to me, I will pay up to two times what you paid for them. List. But not a penny more.
1: <laughs> no. No boy.
0: But as someone, I did find somebody who's selling them, and I do think she's a real person, but she doesn't want to use, she doesn't have PayPal or Venmo. Mm, she wants to okay. either use Zelle or Apple Pay. And I said, well, I don't think you're a scammer. I'd be doing myself a big disservice to not just assume you were. Because like mm-hmm. Apple Pay, like PayPal, I was like, I'll cover the extra fees to so do not friends and family. And uh, she said, I don't have PayPal.
1: Yeah. Oof. Yeah, Zelle? I know.
0: Fuck so. Zelly? I actually I don't have I don't have Zelly and I don't really know how to do Apple Pay with other people. Yeah,
1: you know, I I have most of them, I think. Right now my PayPal is a little bit of a pain in the ass because it's stuck in the business mode. And it's like recently found out that whether like someone sends me anything, they can't pick friends or family. So like now I have to pretty much call them like, hey, could you take me out of that mode? That'd be great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Apple neither Apple Pay doesn't have buyer protection, and Zelle does not have Mm-mm. um buyer protection. I'm just like, I I'm sorry. I'd rather not get scammed out of 140 bucks from this person. Oh no, hell no. Yeah, don't do that. No, I'll let Rick get scammed. He makes more money than I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're and
1: like, yeah, just kidding. Man, you can do that. You can do I'm that, kidding. dear.
0: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, Operation <laughs> Human Shield, Rick. <laughs> come to my aid. <laughs> no, I don't want him to get scammed. Maybe I'll just sell <laughs> a couple of guitar pedals and buy him on vivid seats or something. But ah. Uh, mm. Help me. Mm. Seattle. <laughs> Seattle. Seattle, help me. Help me. Focus.
1: Focus. Help me. Help.
0: Help. Who's a publicist? Sorry. always Publicist. Do I know their publicist? I have like uh Elton Agency, oh Grandstand! I know Grandstand. Who is it? Who's the actual person? Grace Jones. I don't know her. Sus- the right.
1: suspense. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so Grandstand, Grandstand PR. I used to intern for two of the owners of it. Mm-hmm. So if it was like one of them, I might consider bugging them, but I'm not gonna. Obviously. <laughs> um but hey, yeah I'll remember about, me. <laughs> I could talk about a gear thing I have that's new. What? It's called the My Little Clony. Oh <laughs> My Little Clony. It's that's by awesome. daddy daughter pedal work, so it's a it's a guy and his daughter they build and saw oh, I've heard about those guys, yeah. Yeah, those she's cute. they've been doing this for years and um it's cute. It's pank and I haven't filmed I haven't even plugged it in yet, I just got it. Um but I really I like the the vibe. He said that his daughter's getting better at soldering than he is, which doesn't surprise me <laughs> because um I've also always heard that women are better welders. Uh we just have that kind of like you notice most women just stereotypically have better handwriting than men, probably some better fine. Motor functions for a large part. I don't either. Is is the thing (laughs) my handwriting is is like it's like fucking chicken scratch. But I can write a doctor's note
1: like easily.
0: (laughs) I am. I've gotten very good at soldering. Yeah. And I was okay at welding. So I'm like, yeah, I'm actually not surprised that women can be better than men. I mean, women can be better at men than anything. Just like a man can be better at a woman than anything, including looking hot in a dress. I don't give a shit. So that's one thing i got uh, the other thing i'm filming is i guess it's probably fine to say i'm filming a video for perfect another video for perfect circuit with my jx08 awesome. so um i've just been kind of playing with that and the electron model cycles today and hmm. the model cycles like i'm actually starting to like try and build some patterns and stuff uh, a little bit more i it's really easy to build a pattern in on uh, the electron model model cycles um so I've been having a lot of fun with that what I don't like about it it's a five volt plug what it's powered by five volts I had a fucking breakdown today because I couldn't find the five volt plug for (laughs) it I can't find anything so I'm going to grab my label maker (laughs) I'm gonna make a label for it label makers
1: that's gonna be helpful. They're the
0: best. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, so yeah, those are the kind of the two things that uh, new with me. Also, the Skow and Bread. Speaking of one knob or guitar pedals, they released their mm-hmm. Element series. So it's all one knob distortion, fuzz, and overdrive. The enclosures I actually really like, partially because they're textured, which you can't really yeah. see. I like the I like the design of them. I know I'm in the minority. But I genuinely, like, when I opened that box, I I was like, oh, this looks, I really like the way this looks. Um, It's one knob, and the knob is kind of clicks very gently all the way around, so it's not going to, like, accidentally get nudge. You actually have setting points. Yeah, Yeah. but the knobs knobs are all volume. The switches are black, which I think is pretty hot. I think it looks good. I think the fuzz and distortion sounded especially good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The overdrive just wasn't, I prefer a lighter overdrive than what that is. But yeah, check out my video on the Cattle and Bread Elements series. I have fun. <laughs> I prefer demoing pedals as I demo more and more random shit to expand <laughs> my horizons. Yes. Every time I go back committed. and film a pedal, I'm like, ah, oh, yes! That was easier. <laughs> so much easier. It's a one-not. So yes. much easier. <laughs> so much easier. But obviously Cattle and Bread's not a company that Not a guitar company that makes pedals. They're just a pedal company that makes pedals. Um, But we talked about PRS's foray into pedals. We talked about how Dan Electro did pedals. Even even Seymour Duncan, though they don't build guitars, builds pedals. Um, You know, I was thinking about how Gear Supply Company kind of finished when they started trying to build pedals. That's something to think about. Yeah. If you haven't heard about that whole thing... There was this company that sold rebranded products and then their whole marketing campaign was, we cut out the middleman, which is hilarious because they were literally middlemen selling rebranded Everly rockers. Oh my God. Which are good strings. Uh, so they sold rebranded Everly rockers. Um, they put their own logo on some guitar, some Delrin guitar picks that are actually really nice. But again, you can just, you can do that yourself. Um, They sold some cables that were also rebranded, including some build your own cable kits. They did a Kickstarter to launch some pedals that never really got delivered.
1: Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they kind of screwed Bad a lot of, of a lot of money. And now the guy who ran that is working for another pedal company and it's
1: mm-hmm. yes, based in Florida. Yeah. It's not my fault.
0: The funny thing about that company is like I went back, I was reminded about them the other week Hmm. and I was reading some of their like reviews and well over like half of them seem to be obviously from members of the company, which is never a good sign or their family, like their spouses, girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Um. I am one of a lot of reviews of my own podcast. But friends and family don't account for half of those reviews. They account for like two of them. (laughs) So there's that. By the way, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. It helps a lot. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. If you want to be a part of our exclusive Discord server, you can subscribe on Patreon at patreon.com slash getoffset. At the $5 and above level, you get access to our exclusive um, Discord server. At the $10 and above level, you get merch. And at the $20... I think this might be $50 now. At another level, I'll write you a song. <laughs> Someone has done that. It was great. I actually use that song in a lot of demos. Um, merch at yep. getoffsetpodcast.com shop. And we are yep. on Spotify, including this video version
1: yeah it's spotify. really really interesting that you can upload them to the spotify version now i was like wait they do videos now yes
0: i think eventually you can with um itunes apple Podcasts, yeah. uh, but you can't you can't from the platform that we're
1: using okay i got you yeah
0: it's okay it's okay, it's okay. youtube is better anyway it's just better no i agree yeah it is um cool so that was another digression. Um, yeah. Gear supply company. That was a wreck. Oh yeah.
1: That was. Yeah. I remember the episode when okay. you uh, and yeah. Andrew talked about that when it was all happening uh, on no. the podcast earlier. Yeah. It that was, that was pretty messed up.
0: Ernie Ball does pedals, obviously. Ernie Ball, you know, um, so Music Man and Sterling are the brands that make the guitars. Ernie mm-hmm. Ball's always made a guitar pedal, a volume pedal. Um, But they took, they had a little foray into some effects pedals. They had a delay, an overdrive, and a tremolo. I thought the tremolo was great. The delay didn't do what I wanted it to do. It was like controlled Mm. the mix. I really felt like it should have controlled, like, yeah, I think you should have picked what it controlled. And the overdrive was a really cool idea, but I wish they had done it with a fuzz or something else, um, something a little heavier. But yeah, I. You can find those for pretty cheap. They didn't really, like, light the scene on fire. I think the tremolo was it deserved more attention than it got, because I thought it was really fun what you could do with it. Um, I'm not sure that would count.
1: No, I mean, I saw also I think in the past week, I think Orange uh, released some petals as well. They've done petals. Those those never really like... Not like a new thing, but I saw they also did, but yeah, yeah, they never having... really
0: took off. I don't see a lot of those pedals on boards. No.
1: I definitely think it's probably the aesthetic probably that you
0: know. Yeah. I, I, would, I would pick pedals from an amp company almost more than a guitar because if they're tuning their pedals to sound great through your amp, that's really cool. I mean, or, orange amps are so unique. Mm-hmm. So I think okay. it makes sense to um, have somebody from that team kind of tune like overdrives and stuff to sound really good with orange pedals because maybe they felt like other people weren't doing that I wouldn't be surprised if orange pedals are big with orange amp users
1: yeah could be I mean I haven't it only just came out this past week so I haven't seen anyone talk about it yet at least in the the discords or anything did orange release new pedals I think it was in the past week I think that was let me see
0: because they've had like, they've had pedals for a long time. Was it they orange had...
1: distortion? Let me see the sustain.
0: I think those ones are the new ones. They
1: They're have... just oh, literally the orange.
0: Was new? The two? Did you say the two-stroke boost?
1: Trying to say orange pedals. Yeah, at least with the demo that I caught on the side, I think it was sometime this week. Yeah, new. It's basically the vintage series distortion pedal. Uh, the vintage series sustain pedal and the phaser vintage series phaser pedal they're all about 250 but yeah those are the three they're orange and they have the orange name on it as the art that's on the pedal and the in the same font is also the you know distortion sustain and phaser it's pretty this yeah.
0: compressor is 250 dollars. am i just like way off base with how much compressor should cost yeah, it's going Has up. Level, Maybe we're wrong. up. Maybe yeah. we are wrong. I can be wrong. I. I can oh, be wrong so, too. yeah. I. I didn't even hear about those. I yeah, was, was like aware week, of think. their their getaway driver, their overdrive pedal, and their orange com- compressor, which is only hu- you can get the Kong compressor for one hundred fifty five dollars, or you can get the new one for two hundred fifty dollars. Or that. I think I would uh, get the smaller one that has five knobs. I again, like I don't know anything about this pedal.
1: Oh, so so I am so I am bringing new news to the table. <laughs>
0: you are that is new news. That is new news. Yeah, new I I stand, news. <laughs> I stand by that it makes more sense for an amp company to release pedals. Yeah, which is why sense. for me, it, you know, it, it does. It makes a little bit more sense for Fender to have a line of pedals because you know they have a line of amplifiers and guitars they released the hammer tone series this is the more recent one um that they've done so those are all extremely budget friendly i think some of them are like 80 bucks new i'm sure you can get okay. them for less used. i think they sound fine um they're not those the hammer tone series to me not exactly a game changer. Some of them were more fun. I actually, I liked the fuzz. I know not everybody did. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the space delay. That seemed pretty popular for the most, that seemed like the most popular choice for best in that line. I thought the reverb was fine. Um, I didn't like the overdrive. I didn't like the way it sounded. I guess mm-hmm. I'm picky about overdrives. That's the thing. Is like, I think overdrive is the hardest one to get right in your own rig.
1: Yeah, I've, I'm picky. I'm picky about fuzzes that way. Yeah. Like, you know, at distortion or like overdrives. I'm pretty good, you know, decent at knowing kind of what I like in sound. But fuzzes is like, mm-hmm. there's a certain kind that I like. And if it's not that, it's just hard for me to get into them. So, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. more picky about fuzzes for sure.
0: Yeah, sure. I get that. I get that. Um, Yeah. I'd be curious to hear how they sound again. I literally didn't know they existed. Yeah, I check feel them like out. the original, the original ones. They also have the little bar over them, so you don't accidentally nudge hit them, with them your by foot. accident. Yeah,
1: I've, I remember those.
0: Yeah, I've seen I've seen plenty of people do that. I've never felt like it was necessary for oh, yeah. a pedal.
1: I was like, okay, is that like one of those purse handles? Are we just like, you know, picking it up for the bar and carrying it? I mean, hey, that's that makes Ooh, it easy, I guess. Yeah. Why not? I I
0: know, yeah. <laughs> why not? <laughs>
1: just throw it over my shoulder.
0: <laughs> hmm. Actually, I really like the look of this uh, orange amplifier's fur coat pedal. I kind of like the design. It's like a lady, but she's a skeleton and she's wearing a fur coat.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen of, that one. Yeah, I like I've those kind of like, designs. Yeah.
0: Um we were talking about Fender though. Uh the mm-hmm. Fender also has like kind of a more um I guess a pricier but also higher end line of pedals. Yeah. Uh like I have the 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 dual it's called like it the what's it called? The reflecting pool, which is their delay and their reverb combined. Mm. I like it. I wish it had more stereo spread because it's a stereo pedal, but I like that. Yeah. I really liked the tremolo from that like kind of shiny uh, bent metal enclosure. The tremolo was really great. I liked the MTG tube distortion as well as the LA. Um, I thought those were really good. I also have they had some bass pedals, including uh, kind of a bass multi effect that I've I've used and, and kind of like. Um, it's not my go to, but if I can only bring, one, if I feel like bringing one pedal to a gig, it's going to be that one um it's, it's, it's yeah. your poison
1: like it's it's the whatever one you're picking for just that that need. yeah i mean
0: it has compressor it has overdrive and it has eq like that's
1: straightforward pretty
0: much that's yeah. what i need so yeah I, I fender obviously is baking those it's not even fenders like second or third foray into guitar pedals so it's just interesting to me when brands keep doing it and it tells me like it has to be profitable for some of them
1: in some way yeah.
0: for the lack of fender puddles I see on boards, generally speaking. I mean, Steve Selvage from the hold steady has one on his board. I've had them on my board. I think for things like the hammer tone series and these budget series, it's more of like a loss leader to get people invested in the brand, but they still have to sound good. You have to. At yeah. the very
1: least, because if you want someone to basically buy into that brand, if it is their first introductory, you won- don't want them to have a bad experience. And then they're like, no, 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 I don't need any of that. It's just me and the amp. <laughs> like,
0: Yeah, I think it's it's Fender's in a great position to like sell people their entire first rig. Like, oh, yeah, uh, you get a Squire, Jazzmaster, classic vibe. You know, it's gonna be a really good, really good little um, guitar. You can get one of these, like, amps for under 200 bucks. Shit, you can get an amp with built-in effects, the Mustang series, if you want. Or if you want to have an actual pedal board, we sell pedal boards and power supplies and pedals. They got everything. They got the straps, the picks, the cables. It's a one-stop shop. Like, it's just, do you want everything Fender? I guess... I put that shit on everything (laughs) spread that shit all over Uh, I mean you could and it would sound pretty good is what's kind of amazing about it Mm -hmm. depending on what you do with it so yeah that's kind of interesting and then you were talking about Gibson which they put their pedal series out under a different name the Maestro yes so um that th- ah, I forget how many pedals the Maestro series was. How many was there?
1: I know it was a little bit ago. Come on, Maestro
0: Maestro. Maestro electronics. Five. Okay, so five, five yeah, I just,
1: quick draw there.
0: <laughs> I'm fast as fuck boy. Uh fast <laughs> as fuck, boy. They have the yeah, ranger five. overdrive, the invader distortion, the fuzz tone FZM. Which confusingly didn't only sound did not only sound like the original fuzz pedal that the Maestro fuzz. The discovery delay in the Comet chorus, and these are yes. not expensive. These are all one hundred fifty dollars.
1: No, they're actually again like um, I can obviously obviously it's under you know Maestro and it's Gibson technically, but other than that, it's like normally I would say some shit about Gibson, but I can't at one one fifty. That's actually a pretty great price point. Well done.
0: It's pretty reasonable. I mean, yeah. they're more expensive than the Hammer Tone P- series. I think they look a lot better than the Hammer series. Yeah,
1: I like, I actually, at first I was on the fence about how these look, but over time and I was like, no, I actually kind of do like their aesthetic and actually is pretty nice.
0: I like it. I've, I've seen them in person, but I just forget their size. Mm-hmm. Um, five inches by three and a half inches ish. So they're about five inches tall
1: actually a really uh looking at the F Z uh like uh, I still have to fix the vintage one that I have. (laughs)
0: Oh yeah. Because Josh never got back to us about that, did he? Nope. Nope. Um so
1: I was reaching out at one point to like alchemy. Um Mm. and uh then obviously life got busy and then like I didn't end up setting them out. So I still have to do that. It's like this was a reminder. It's like I gotta do that at some point and fix those.
0: life was busy for them too I'm sure yeah yeah but again what's what's especially interesting about the maestro series is that it is under a completely different name versus like Fender if they had made they could have made a different brand for their guitar pedals. Like they have like Jackson and Greshers just completely separate brands, or you know Squire's is a completely separate name. they're all fender guitar pedals. I almost think Squ- i almost think the Squire name should have been on the Hammer Tone series
1: that would have made more sense, I think, yeah, I think it
0: would have made more sense um and those were all they always brag that they're like unique designed in house circuits and things like that. I'm like ah i don't I don't for eighty bucks, I don't particularly care uh if you're trying to. Do something completely new. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So, like the what those what those budget kind of lines all have in common is that they're the same enclosure. Albeit the tone and the Maestro pedals are extremely unique enclosures. Um, yeah. They are. the the Maestro pedals they all have three knobs and a toggle. That makes them even more similar than the Hammertone series, which because they had like seven or eight of them they launched with a bunch um yeah i'm trying uh seymour duncan's pedals all look different um the tysco pedals that's another guitar adjacent brand brand. yeah uh so like they're owned by it used to be called band labs this was the whole brand it's not anymore i think it starts with v now but they had um heritage guitars harmony guitars Mm -hmm. And Tisco pedals. So that's a little, a little bit less like a guitar company building pedals and a little bit more like just a couple different brands. Of course, most people know Tysco for guitars. So I feel like it's still applicable to this conversation.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've always like been fascinated with their delay. And I was just like, one day that would be nice. Like,
0: ah, yeah. It's a great sounding delay. Yeah. I like their fuzz, the octave fuzz. Yeah. it was based on it but it was that was based on the the fox the foxy buzz. yeah foxy um so kind of similar to that the delay the delay was cool um the modulation could get extremely weird on yes. that one for yes, sure. it can.
1: it's probably uh, why I was into
0: it <laughs> it gets I weird their, yes <laughs> yeah it gets very weird that's always a good thing Yep. I had their inner I still do have their interface I just I used it a little bit for like garage mm-hmm. band recordings for a while or using my phone it just didn't ultimately didn't do it for me very much like no it's such late such bad latency honestly oh
1: uh, yeah that's bad <laughs> yeah Latencies, and know.
0: i'm i'm pretty it, it was a pretty flexible pedal um mm-hmm. overall but um i mostly used it as a straight-up interface and it just it didn't really do it for me but the fuzz the fuzz i haven't sold the fuzz i have Oh, it's over there. Um, The the delay I gave to a friend. uh, I hope he still has it. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Hold
1: on. Hi, where are you now? Can I have
0: it? Hey, do you still have that? I hope so. I hope so. But yeah, those are all the ones that I can think of. So PRS now has pedals, Gibson, Fender, um, I guess we can say Tysco. Dan Electro, yep,
1: Dan Electro, and I, we yeah, could, just... I
0: think we can kind of count Seymour Duncan. Yeah, I think exciting.
1: so.
0: Yeah, expanding into pedals is just—it's an interesting choice. I think that if you're doing this as a brand, especially a brand like PRS, it's because you want to. But like, it's it's hard for anybody to make money in yep. the pedal industry right now. Also, so that is like perpl- a little perplexing to me.
1: Yeah. Also, of course, when you think of supply chain shortages and you have these big companies then having the money and the flexibility to buy up stock, which obviously may impact other yeah. builders. So I don't necessarily think it's an entirely good thing, but yeah, what are you going to do?
0: Yeah. It just depends on how they sound, I guess. Yeah. I'd rather have. I'd rather have pedals from pedal companies, people who do this day in and day out and have four years. Um again, like for PRS, the flanger looks cool. It's very expensive.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing. And I think even in my case, uh mostly I think yeah, mostly all the all the pedals that I have are made by pedal companies, not not guitar companies. So it's like even in the conversation, like I don't have any experience with pedals that are made by like you know amp or like guitar uh companies oh, Lord. just cuz right. yeah Marshall so, had pedals, haven't they? I haven't I've not had any so cool.
0: I mean yeah I've... I have
1: a, I have a Catalan bread which is like the dirty secret which kind of emulates but other mm. than that
0: Marshall does have pedals. Oh, they too? I've forgot oh yeah they oh these are not attractive <laughs> you're like oh they do wait never mind I they wish all I'd have they all do have pretty much the same enclosure with like um the f- the, f- the name of it's like a little like um not a decal like a uh, little okay little i'm little looking at them element. now oh
1: oh yeah yeah you're right
0: <laughs> yeah these they just look really cheap they look very tall as well which means the knobs are protected. Is that such a big problem with everybody that we got to protect the knobs?
1: Well, I mean, it's I do like the design of the, uh, they don't do it anymore. Maybe it was like a production thing, but I actually did appreciate the design of the Ivan like tone locks in which you can obviously set whatever dial can, uh... you want and you push it in. Uh, so yeah. therefore you couldn't knock it or anything. I was like, I think that design is actually pretty awesome. <laughs> like, but yeah, They don't do it anymore Obviously the Tone Lock series is discontinued
0: Or Did Ibanez do guitars before they did the Tube Actually, right.
1: I'll take it back That would be probably the One of the pedals that I have is made I guess by guitar company Would be the Ibanez that I bought from Jason
0: Yeah Gosh, they're just so associated with the Tube Screamer That you forget that they also make yeah because <laughs> if you don't like ibanez guitars because they're not for everybody everyone's heard of a tube screamer i feel like the pedals were first i I'm going to look up ibanez on wikipedia oh and that is their website that is not wikipedia give me wiki Japanese guitar brand, Japan, first musical instrument company to gain significant foothold in import guitar sales. Mm-hmm. Huh. They were founded in nineteen fifty seven. So I would say they definitely made guitars before they made first. pedals. I would I, I would say that is the by far the most successful guitar pedal made by a guitar brand. And maybe everyone's yeah. been chasing that since. Because these Marshall pedals, I, Marshall has definitely made lots of other pedals. Oh my gosh, there's eight in this series. A compressor, a Yeah, I haven't heard about them at all.
1: I mean, it's good to have some introductory, you know, uh, pedals to get into. Um, I, yeah, like the Marshall the- Blues,
0: yeah, I'm sorry, the Marshall Blues Breaker is very famous. But go ahead, I'm so sorry.
1: No, it's okay. Um, just basically even some of these pedals that are made, you know, their price point isn't really that bad. So, I mean, we have the boutique market and then you have these other brands that are obviously making a little bit more affordable for some people to buy in, even though they're larger brands. I mean, again, there's 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 pros and cons to anything.
0: Yeah. These Marshall pedals, are, they are quite budget-friendly. You can get their... <laughs> Alchemy Audio modifies a BB-2 for 50 bucks. You can get just a normal one for 100 bucks used. It looks like it's a pretty standard going rate. Yeah. Interesting. We were talking about guitar pedals and we just kind of forgot about amp companies a little bit. Yeah. Milkman amps, they make some guitar pedals, including a pedal amp. But not just that, they have their reverb tremolo unit as well, which is really cool. Benson. Benson. Benson makes some great pedals. I'm looking forward to that fuzz delay. Um I don't yeah, think I'm, I don't um, think that's um, a secret. He's talked about it a lot.
1: Yeah. As I said, like I'm really looking forward to it because I know it's using the PT 2399 and I love that style of delay so Mm -hmm. i'm just like anytime i see little teasers i'm like yes
0: (laughs) oh it's gonna be good you just know yeah
1: i'm excited
0: cool um awesome well that sounds like a pretty good place to end it i feel like we've talked a lot about people trying to break into guitar pedals some more (laughs) successfully than others it seems uh obviously the ibanez tomb screamer and the marshall blues breaker i'd say are far and away the most popular guitar pedals made by um a non-guitar pedal centric company yeah no i agree with that successful the least successful were gear supply company (laughs) and i hope like i i hope that prs finds some success with their pedals um yeah just hard to kind of justify for me that price this close to like holiday season yeah the timing maybe yeah. That's what I would think. But yeah. Um, well thanks again, Joe, for leading this com- for like doing all the research for this conversation and picking the topic. I really appreciate it. Um everyone out there, thanks for watching. Thanks for understanding. Understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. I'm Joan of Hart. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.